From the Orange County Fire Authority, this is the Pass Along Podcast, where we address firefighter issues from top to bottom, from your helmet down to your boots. Now, here's your host. Hey guys, uh, Jeff Hughes here. We're here for a bonus episode of the uh, Pass Along Podcast. Uh, We have Acting Fire Chief Dave Anderson today uh, to update us on the goings-on here in the organization. Morning, Chief. Good morning. So, uh, why are we sitting here with Acting Fire Chief Dave Anderson today? Uh, What's going on with the organization? On Thursday, August 17th, the Fire Chief uh, resigned from the organization. It was unexpected, unanticipated, and it came suddenly. When Chief Bowman resigned, he didn't cite a specific reason. In the subsequent week, we learned uh, through uh, documents that you've seen on uh, various websites that there are some labor implications, but those are things that I'm not prepared to speak to or really understand. Um, And so when he left, he uh, appointed an acting fire chief and he pointed to me. He shook my hand and he walked out the door. And so since that period of time for the last two weeks, I've been in the uh, acting position. I think it's really important to just take a moment and pause on all of the accomplishments of Chief Bowman. I mean, he's done so much for the organization. He's really created a a framework for a high performance organization. He's improved our deployment models and paramedic delivery. He implemented an organizational planning section that is focusing on our hiring practices, uh, on succession planning, which is uh, our key initiatives of the organization. Uh, Communications within our organization is improved because of Chief Bowman, both internal and external and with the board. We're doing a better job in regional service delivery. He was at the helm when we made enhancements to our automatic aid environment where we share resources between agencies, regardless of the color of the fire truck or the patch that we wear for the benefit of the patient. And he was responsible for opening a fire station 56. And so we have uh, so much gratitude for his contributions uh, during his short period here, his three years at the OCFA. Great, so uh, where do we go from here? What's today's situation? Well, as acting chief and and with working with the executive team, we're, we're just focusing on the core initiatives of the organization. First and foremost, we want to provide stability during this time of uncertainty, of this time of uh, questions. Uh, We want to be sure that we just continue our day-to-day operation of contributing and and responding to uh, hundreds of emergencies, 350, 400 emergencies every single day. And the men and women of this organization are doing an outstanding job and uh, our community is safer and healthier because of it. We're focusing on communications. We're working really hard to communicate within our organization, ensuring that everyone feels uh, like they have the information that they need. We're doing one-on-one meetings. We're doing with uh, groups. We're meeting with the labor groups. Uh, This is just one more example through the podcast. We're communicating really well with the board of directors and our chair and vice chair. And then we're also ensuring that the message going out to the community and through the media is is positive. 
We have an amazing organization made up of 1,300 people. And just because we go through a time of a leadership transition, we don't want any part of our message to be confused that our organization is still effective, doing a great job and moving forward. Uh, speaking of the core initiatives, we're committed to all the things that Chief Bowman has started. And that includes the air, air operations uh, agreement with the sheriffs. That remains very, very important to the organization. Chief Cruz will be leading uh, the next kind of phase of mediation with the sheriff's department. And that remains uh, one of our key high priority uh, pro uh, items to address. The forced overtime, of course, is, is something very, very important to the organization. We know the men and women especially the firefighter paramedics are being forced five, seven, eight times a month. And uh, that is considered unacceptable and that's a reflection of, of management and, and our inability or, or our lack of seeing this coming and anticipating and getting ahead and we're making the changes. And we start an academy with 50 in the coming weeks. We'll start another academy uh, right after the first of the year, after that academy uh, starts, we're looking at all the things we can do to reduce the force hiring. We continue to focus on labor relations, ensuring that our joint labor management meetings, our JLM meetings, uh, occur and we're exchanging ideas, we're solving the problems of the organization together. We know that we make better decisions when we're all sitting in the room looking at all the aspects of the problem and everything from the bottom to the top of the organization are all working to find the right course and solution. We're moving forward with our deployment enhancements. We've done uh, phase one, two, and three, and phase four is the one that is the next phase, and so we're in early discussion about what that might be, assessing the benefits and where those impacts might be, and the costs as well. Behavioral health, remains very high on our list along with cancer prevention, the second set of turnouts, the wipes, uh, the clean zones within the station and remaining on air throughout the entire uh, operation of overhaul. And, and I know, Jeff, you feel really passionate about that topic. Well, both those topics actually, uh, and this is my podcast, uh, but uh, September 1st is uh, the first day of Suicide Prevention Month and the behavioral health of our people is of the utmost importance, as you know. Uh, the Cancer Awareness and Prevention Program uh, is a multifaceted uh, program that's been in the works for the last uh, nine months and I'm really eager to get it rolled out so we can uh, protect our people. That's great and we appreciate that and your heart for our folks. And so overall, we're just focusing on maintaining stability within the organization, maintaining communications, and ensuring that our day-to-day -day operations are un uninterrupted. Do you have any uh, updates uh, on the folks that are deployed to Hurricane Harvey? Well, in a general sense, we couldn't be prouder of, of our uh, folks that are out there. We know that they've made over a thousand rescues and they've included people, pets, and animals. We receive uh, updates uh, each day from the task force, from 
Chief Petro, and of course uh, Chief Young, the operations chief, distributes those to the organization. It's painted the organization in such a positive light. Uh, there isn't a day that goes by that I'm not getting a phone call or a compliment from our partner agencies or fire chiefs across the state about what an incredible uh, job our men and women are doing out there. Um, it's an unprecedented event. 28 teams activated. They've been out there for, uh, I don't know how many days it's been. They still have a number of days to go. We know it's a long, arduous task that they're doing. Um, and we are just so proud of the USAR program and their contributions. I understand the water's starting to recede a little bit. I understand that the team has, uh, they were initially split into two and now they're back together and operating as one. And we'll see what the coming days have in store. Are they looking at two weeks or a three week deployment or is there any discussion on that? Well, we haven't had that discussion. We haven't gotten to that point on the- Yesterday was one day or one week. Yeah. So I was wondering. If yeah, I mean, the need will really be there for uh, we'll at least three weeks. We'll determine yeah. how long uh, at Katrina, uh, the core uh, of the rescue folks were there for 21 days. The logistics folks were there for much longer, bringing the equipment back. Yeah. And I think that was more and like have to drive these like guys back, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, the need and the welfare of our folks will dictate that we'll be there as long as the so mission needed, needs right? us. Yeah. So uh, where do we go from here uh, as far as the organization goes and the leadership in the organization? Uh, what changes are due for executive management? What does that look like? So first and foremost, the executive team is working really well together during this challenging time. And we're communicating and coordinating on a daily basis. And we want to reassure the entire organization that uh, life is moving forward, we're remaining effective, and we're getting the job done. That's, we want everyone to clearly understand that. In my short time, I'll be the acting fire chief, which is essentially an appointment by our Chief Bowman, uh, just for a short period of time. The next phase will be the interim phase, and that'll be board appointed. And in fact, at last night's meeting, uh, the board initiated their process of interviews in starting the selection process. Uh, we don't have an exact time frame on when the interim chief will be established. Uh, the next reassessment point, the next board meeting is on the September 28th and we'll see if there isn't some outcome from that meeting. In addition, we'll be looking for a permanent fire chief and the board has not given us their clear indications on how they wanna proceed if it's anything like we've done in the past, it's included going out for a recruiter, having the recruiter uh, talk to the organization to find the needs of, of our fire chief. The recruiter would work with our board of directors and they would set up a process to interview candidates, presumably internal and external and from across the nation, mm -hmm. and ultimately make their selection for permanent fire chief. The board made it clear that the interim fire chief will not be considered for the permanent fire chief. And uh, I don't have a timeline on the permanent fire chief, but the holidays are coming up, Thanksgiving and Christmas, and with those 
in place we uh, we see a couple scenarios on time frames but it's likely not until next year that we have an appointed fire chief all right so uh that's all the questions that i have for you today chief uh, is there anything you'd like to add well in closing uh, i'm just so proud of the organization i'm humbled to be in this my current position and the support has been overwhelming um, i want to assure the organization that we're doing everything we can to communicate and maintain the stability. Um, most importantly, uh, my mind and my thoughts are with Mary Blau. Yesterday, she passed away from cancer. She contributed 27 years to the organization and had only retired uh, just a few years ago. And it just um, breaks our heart to see cancer uh, affecting our firefighters. In fact, I, I sat in, J Jeff, one of your classes where you talked about some forms of cancer. Uh, firefighters are at risk three times what the population is. And so um, our hearts, our thoughts, our prayers go out to the Blau family during this difficult time. Definitely. Well, thanks for taking uh, time out of your day, Chief. Uh, we appreciate your insight. Uh, with that, uh, folks, that ends this uh, episode of the podcast. Remember to take care of yourself and take care of your people. See you next time.